Hello everyone, how is it going? This week I have to do a experiment and I'm going to use another lab. I use a SEM, a scanning electron microscope, and I had to to watch a video in which the operator shows us how to use it, how to do everything. I have already used it once and I used to to do many analyses with this machine but due to the, the, all the situation I I have stopped it and I started this again and you know I had to watch this and remember many things and I decided to do this episode and explain some things that I noticed that is important for me so I was explain a little bit about the SEM, the detectors, that's what I want to talk to you today. Unfortunately, I couldn't record this episode on Tuesday and it happened because on Sunday I bought a pizza and I ate with my girlfriend so both of us had a food poisoning. And besides that, it made me think about the podcast, the way it is going on, how I want to do that. So I decided to take a step back and post one episode a week again. At least I finished my assessment. So the thing I want to ask you again is to please share the episode with your friends, family, and don't forget to follow our podcast on our favorite platform. By the way, my name is Vini and I am a Matthews engineer. Usually when we use the SEM we want to see the mica structure, at least when I'm talking about metals. And we can do that using uh, the microscope, the, the regular one that uses light. And this one we have to use acids to, I would say, to revelate the mica structure. And sometimes you cannot see everything that you want. And we can also use the SEM, and this is another technique. And I rather use this one because I can have many other uh, informations about my my sample, and it is due to its detectors. The biggest difference between the regular one and the SEM is that in the SEM we use electrons and not light, so I'd say you'd be the same thing but instead of using light as a radiation we use electrons as a radiation so basically in one SEM we have two detectors the SE and the BSE the BSE detector is positioned around where the, the electron beam comes out of the, the tube and they are a high energy electrons so they are reflected by elastic scattering interactions with the sample atoms and give some informations that are quite different from the SE detector so the BSE detector means backscattered electrons the SE detector which is secondary electrons is positioned in another angle and the electrons have a lower energy because they interact with their sample and as they interact with their sample uh, it loses um, energy and is no longer an elastic interaction but before I 
definitely explain the detectors I want to explain something that came first and I would like to to compare this with a flashlight so when we have a flashlight and we are positioning this somewhere and we open its lens we can illuminate a bigger area if we reduce the lens we can do a close-up and we can see that a small area is being illuminated and it also changes its intensity the light intensity so as we open the, the lens and we have a bigger area being illuminated the light intensity decreases but instead as we close it its intensity increases and the same thing happens using the SEM but we also can change the power of our flashlight so imagine that if we could at the same time opening the length and have a bigger area being illuminated uh, we could also increase the power so we won't lose the, the light intensity we will also have a higher intensity with a bigger area being illuminated so we can control both the spot size and its intensity so I can variate between 5 kilovolts to 30 kilovolts and it gives me uh, a possibility to have more or less signal from my sample and I can control this using to using also the spot size because I can control the spot of my light or in this case the spot of the beam, the electron beam that is going to illuminate my sample and I can control how much signal I would have by controlling these two things so now about the detectors the SE detector I can have some topographic information so I can see the surface it is like in geography that we have the information about the, the about the texture so we can know where is the highest highest place and the lowest place in in an area so I can see how is the texture of my sample so if you have a powder we can see all the specimens of the sample of the powder everything that we can see that changes its morphology um, its texture so sometimes it is important because you have some reactions sometimes it's not important but it gives us basically a topographic information and the BSE, the backscattered electrons we can see the difference, the contrast between elements so if we have two elements for example iron and carbon iron is much heavy than carbon and thinking about how the detector works I said that the electrons are going to interact with the atoms of the sample and they will be scattered in an elastic way so they don't lose energy and because of that we can differentiate the elements so in the image you would see that heavy atoms are brighter and light elements are darker so 
the positions that iron is found they will be brighter than the, po the positions that carbon is concentrated and this gives us some good information because in the example that I watched they use it uh, a sample that was made of brass and stainless steel connected by a welding of silver and using this detector we could see two three actually colors one darker one grayish and one whitish the whitish was the silver the grayish was the brass and stainless steel was the darker one and that was based on the weight of the alloys so we can in this case differentiate the position of our materials depending on the distribution of the elements and on their weight and the last detector that I want to talk about is the EDS and EDS means energy dispersive spectroscopy this technique I use a lot because I can definitely uh, determine where is my elements so I said that by the BSC detector I can differentiate my materials brass, stainless steel, silver by the brightness but in this case the DADS I can definitely measure how much of each element I have in my sample in one spot, area, in line or do a mapping of whole image that I have on a PC so in the video that I watch it, uh, when they analyze it, this uh, this material, this the brass welded together with stainless steel, they could determine by the energy and quantify how much of each element they had in the spot they that they selected, the area, and the mapping. So how it works, how the EDS works. The EDS basically measures the transition energy of electrons. So when the electrons from the beam interacts with the material, it removes some electrons from, for example, the iron, and its own electronic layers restore these electrons by eliminating X-ray. And this uh, X-ray has a, a specific energy and a specific range of energy so the detector can determine what is the energy and what is the, the range and it compares with the database and they can they can determine which element is in there by the energy it absorbs so it could distinguish between iron silver carbon manganese um, copper so the mapping is the good thing, is the good um, tool because in this case we have two different materials and one welding and doing the mapping in the whole area you can see the distribution of the elements so copper and zinc would be for example on the left iron, chromium, manganese, all the elements of the stainless steel would be on the right side a mixture of silver, copper, zinc and iron will be on the middle because of the, the welding so you can see the distribution and this distribution are some images with different colors 
so there are some spots in this position so copper has a concentration on the left so we have a image with green spots and it's named as copper zinc in the same side but the spots in another uh, color not on the same point that the copper are so you can differentiate and if you had a segregation if you had a concentration of an element in a specific point you can determine that and that's so useful because in my case my my sample uh, was produced by certification so it has dendrites and I can have segregations of some elements and I can determine where is those elements if they are in the matrix if they are uh, inside of outside of the dendrites and I can determine where and quantify that so that is definitely a good tool to characterize our material I hope you have enjoyed Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode.